for 12 years in a row. Ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. And we're privileged and happy to have you. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yahoo. Good morning, all y'all. And welcome to my house. It's Rosie on the house. And yay, 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 boy, it's an empty house this morning, Gary. You know, it's days when Romy and Jennifer can't make it to the broadcast. These are the days I'm most prone to get in the most trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and of course i'm i'm here going and, yeah go ahead do and it and gary's got <laughs> gary's got the mute switch um, i tell you what we'll have a contest today okay um if if y'all listen for the next two hours uh and call in at the end of the second hour and can count how many bunny trails i've taken you on in the two hours <laughs> we'll find some appropriate gift to award you maybe maybe even so much as a as a staycation so <laughs> when i'm here alone there's no limit to how many bunny trails we might end up on but both jennifer and Romy are out today gary and i are here today gary uh, we may get to the point where you're needing to share your favorite cajun recipes being the chef that you are the well, listeners would appreciate that. Uh, I've already shared one that was a huge hit on the last luncheon. Yes, so. it was. Crawfish dip, folks. That was wow. a huge hit. Ooh. We're here today um, like we are every Saturday. And when I look back at the statistics for the show, I want you Arizona homeowners to know we do this for y'all. And we are available uh, for you to call in and visit about any question you might have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. There have been over 4,000 broadcast hours of Rosie on the House. We've answered over 12,000 on-air questions. Our weekly newsletter that's available only by subscription, we don't mail it to anyone that doesn't ask for it, has been distributed 7.8 million times. We've distributed over 100,000 Arizona homeowner calendars that are free for you. Our website, Rosie on the House, has received, un you can't even count the number of hits that website gets, trying to help people guide them through their adventure of Arizona homeownership, whether they're trying to repair something themselves or try and find a contractor in their neighborhood they can trust. Our Rosie on the House contractor referral network has been voted the number one referral network in Arizona for 13 years. We've been the weekend number one talk show in Arizona for 32 years. And we do it not for us. We do it for you, the Arizona homeowner. And in today's topic, if you get our weekly newsletter on Thursday, you know that our topic this week is a little bit about interior design and decorating. And I want to broaden that out just a little bit about how do I even begin to start a project, particularly in this work environment. So to have that conversation, I'm bringing in 
an old friend, Rochelle Horn, who we have worked off and on together for over 20 years. Uh, she is now with us at Rosie Wright Remodeling and helping homeowners just like you get projects started. Rochelle, just 15 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago here in the studio, Gary sent a phone call into the studio, and it was a homeowner that said, Rosie, I've called two of your certified remodeling contractors. One can't see me for three weeks, and the other one wants me to mail him a deposit to set an appointment for next July. That's the first time he can see me. And I just told her, I said, look, I know both the companies you're talking about. They're both good people, but that's just the current situation of today's work environment. Most good contractors are just tremendously backed up. So, Rochelle, in that light, how would – what when you, when you get a phone call uh, uh, about a, a kitchen or bath remodel – what 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 does that first phone call conversation sound like with a homeowner? What should a homeowner expect to have to share? Good morning, Rosie. Yes. That's, that's a great question. Um, and it can be terrifying. Um, you know, you hear horror stories all the time about um, hiring a contractor and then how things go terribly wrong. So... Um, a lot of the first conversation is determining, um, can we be a good fit? Do you feel like I'm listening to you and hearing what your desires are? And are you open to the reality of, you know, what kitchen and bath remodeling these days looks like? I, I always ask him the question, in a perfect world, when would you like this done? <laughs> <laughs> and try not to laugh. Well, uh, you know, there are still projects, particularly in the city of Scottsdale, that'll let us pull plumbing and electrical permits over the internet and not have to submit blueprints and all that. There are still some projects we can get to in the next 60, 90, 120 days. But a whole house remodel, a whole house kitchen, a big kitchen remodel, a big master bath remodel. I mean, we're we're well into the spring before we could anticipate getting it. So I, I just like to set the expectation. If you're calling me today because you'd like this done for the holidays, I'm going to have to let you down now. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so let him down gently, Rosie. Uh, let him down as gently as possible. So <laughs> that, that's one of my uh, key questions is when – in a perfect world, would you like this done? I kind of, and then we kind of work backwards from there. I love the reverse timeline. Um, it really can bring um, some reality to the situation. I mean, how much time does it take to take a homeowner through all of the different finishes for a kit for a kitchen remodel? I mean, you're talking countertops, light fixtures, appliances. I mean, I mean, it's a three or four hour meeting if you're lucky. Just working through the cabinet details, that can be that can be four or five meetings in and of itself. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, depending on how quickly they want to move forward and how willing they are to make decisions and 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 be good with that decision and then move on to the next one. You know, it easily could be two to four weeks just in the planning stages. Absolutely. Absolutely. We recently 
worked with a repeat client in McCormick Ranch, and they wanted a they wanted we've done their hall bathroom, and then we've done a fireplace modification for them in the living room. They wanted the master bathroom done for Christmas, and we we were just very upfront with them. I said, okay, um, you pick everything that's in stock. That's going to limit your choices. Absolutely, uh, inventory's down. Um, and if you do that, this is a pretty simple little job. We can get you done. And they were willing to work within the inventory of our wholesalers and pick things that were readily available. And I, I, I think we start the job next week. <laughs> but it, but, but that's a very real. On the other hand, we ordered. Uh, kitchen appliances for a remodel we're doing in Ganey Ranch in April, and we didn't get those till September. Right. <laughs> so we've got a, we've got added complications in today's environment for getting the job done. So the amount of decision making, and and I've been told this recently, Rochelle, by a couple clients that they greatly underestimated the amount of decisions they were going to have to make. Absolutely. Um, and that can be overwhelming. Um, you know, you go, you walk into a tile store and you think, oh, this will be easy. And then it's, you know, there's 4,000 things there. And, you know, without someone sort of driving the, the train, you know, I walk in there and I know that there's only three or four that are really will fit in your circumstance. So that can really help with the overwhelm factor. And it is easy to be overwhelmed. So Rochelle has worked as a uh, kitchen and bathroom and remodeling designer, interior decorator for years. And we brought her into the conversation today. If you'd like to ask her questions about how you could start your project, you're welcome to give us a ring at one 767 4348 All right, Rochelle, when you've gone through the preliminary phone call, you've made the appointment, and you're at the first appointment. Let's take a kitchen remodel. What's the first thing we're going to pick? Are we... Are we going to pick appliances first, cabinets first, flooring first, lighting, or countertops? Where, where do you start, and what's the progression? Well, I often recommend that the homeowners pick one thing that they love. Um, but even before that, maybe they're trying to keep their flooring. Um, or, you know, maybe there's something sacred about their space that they want to be sure to incorporate. Well, well, that's important to know that right up front. Um, and, and then appliances certainly will dictate um, the spaces that are going to be required. You know, are we, are we reworking the floor plan or are we staying in the existing floor plan? Um, you know, are you going from a range with a over-the-range micro hood to a cooktop, a range hood, and then wall ovens? So certainly that changes a lot of things. So all of those things impact the design. I like that concept of if you've absolutely fallen in love with some countertop slab, some cabinet door, some piece of flooring, start there. What I want to talk about when we get back is if you haven't particularly fallen in love, you haven't started anything, what? 
would Rochelle have you pick first? Which surface first and build from there when we get back? Just one look And I feel so high Just that one look to start your remodel. Just and that what did one you look. fall in love with? We're here in a conversation with Rochelle Horn. You're joining us this morning, talking through the things to consider in getting any remodeling project started, but in particular, a kitchen or a bath. Those are the two that seem to be driving the engine more than anything. So Rochelle has been here with us this morning, and we're visiting about where do you start? And I loved Rochelle's perspective of take the one thing you've fallen in love with and let's build a project around that. But Rochelle, if they haven't found that slab for the countertop they're absolutely in love with, that door, cabinet door, that absolutely is everything to them, what, what surface would you start submitting selections for where would you what surface do you pick first i think most critical to a kitchen design would be to select the appliances okay um that really impacts the size of the cabinet boxes and and where things go and the electrical concerns and the ventilation concerns and it just is the driving factor on how to create a kitchen that's going to flow and 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 going to give you huge value moving forward. And you've got the stainless steel fans, and you've got those that would never have a stainless steel appliance. You've got to sort through that. <laughs> Absolutely. What's your experience with stainless steel? I find most people don't like it because of the the fingerprinting that it tends to do. What? what how about you? That has been my experience as well. Um, there's some newer finishes that have the look of stainless that are supposed to be more forgiving when it comes to fingerprinting. Um, and then a lot of um, higher-end clients will put um, cabinet faces on most of their appliances so that the dishwasher disappears and so the refrigerator, you know, disappears. And so um, limited metals in the overall scheme of things, you know, maybe instead of a stainless steel hood, it's behind a, a, a beautiful cabinet box. Sure. Now I have not done a black stainless steel kitchen yet. Have you? I have. Yeah. How does that hold up to the fingerprint issue? You know, nothing is without maintenance. However, it is certainly more forgiving. Okay. Okay. I I haven't had. I've seen it in showrooms. I've I've handled it. I've touched it. I've kind of messed with it, but I haven't installed one for any kitchen I help put together yet. So it was, uh, I was just curious what your response was. And well, then some of the things to consider is: do they have little kids? Do they have pets? You know, those those things um, can certainly impact what it's going to take to maintain those surfaces. Now, on maintaining surfaces, what are some of the trends you're seeing? Let's start with countertops. I mean, I'm 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 seeing a lot more of the less uh, glossy finishes going in. I I recently 
looked at a countertop I really liked in, in uh, McCormick Ranch. It was kind of a, a dull gray limestone. It almost looked like concrete, but it caught my eye. I thought, I like that. That looks sharp. Yes, the honed or leathered where they, they virtually take the polish off. Um, and it has, it's got a gorgeous feel to it. It, it, um, it just has some subtle texturing. Um, if you hone or leather a natural stone, it actually requires that you seal it more often. So you certainly want to consider that um, in your thought process. You're, you're um, basically, you're opening the pores of the surface just a little bit. Correct. In that honing process. Yes. Now it's a more contemporary look. So if they're more traditional, then that probably, you know, wouldn't be a good fit. Okay. How about how do you how do you go about picking a backsplash? That that's where I that's where I flip out. Thanks okay. for asking that. You you've got <laughs> you get you've got the slab, and it's easy to fall in love with this slab or that slab, and that's done. And then it's like three weeks of picking the backsplash. <laughs> well, absolutely. Uh, and you know, to me, my favorite remodels are ones that look like we got dressed with the lights on. <laughs> okay. That everything fits together. So, what is the flooring? What is the cabinet color? What are the countertops? What about the sink and the faucets and, you know, the color of the appliances? And so in a perfect world, where I like to start a lot of conversations with, well, in a perfect world, um, the backsplash will sort of tie all of those things together. And were you generally, we, we are uh, in the kitchens we're doing together and in, at the company. I mean, it seems like backsplashes now all but every time just run all the way to the upper cabinet. Oh, absolutely. They're they're just about always now full height. You don't see a, a four-inch backsplash on kitchen counters anymore. I would agree. Okay. We'll be back with more with Miss Rochelle Horn, kitchen and bathroom designer for Rosie Wright Remodeling. We're going to go on a little bottom-of-the-hour break here right now, but we'll be back finishing conversations. If there's a project you'd like to ask Rochelle, how do I start this one or that one, Feel free to join us at one 767 Well, for those of you in the market of shopping for a new car may be finding out there's an awful lot of dealers out there with empty lots. Well, if you're of the adventuresome type, if you're of the back roads type, if you're of the outdoor type, Sanderson Ford right now has a Bronco on display that you could win. You could win. There's a raffle that's being sponsored by the Arizona Sportsman for Wildlife Conservation. And with a tax-deductible donation, each applicant can get one sweepstake entry for 20 bucks. Uh, for 100 bucks, you'll get six entries. But this is a Bronco Sport that's on display 
It's a it's actually a Bronco Badlands model. Oh, watch out! And it's on display at Sanderson Ford now, and you and it's not for sale, but for a tax deductible donation to the Arizona Sportsman for Wildlife Conservation. You can win a chance to win it. So get out to Sanderson. That's on Fifty First Avenue, just south of Glendale, and take a look at it. And take a look at all of the vehicles Sanderson Ford has in inventory on the lot for you, the Arizona homeowner. And people drive from all over Arizona to get to Sanderson Ford. Nationally, for customer service, they're the most award-winning Ford dealership in the country. They're the largest Ford dealership in Arizona. There isn't a reason. To go anywhere else. It's the only place we, Romero's, have gone for the last 35 plus years. Sanderson Ford, you'll thank me for this. All right, with that said, <laughs> that's a beautiful vehicle, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, let's bring Miss Jennifer into the conversation. Sweet Jennifer could not join us live in studio this morning, uh, but she is joining us by phone. Let's see if we can bring her in. Good morning, sweetheart. Well, good morning. <laughs> hey. uh, well, beautiful we, day. We, you've heard us talking to Rochelle yeah. about uh, the process of getting a project started. And I know, um, I, I know uh, you, your husband's good at starting projects. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't say it. You did. <laughs> oh, let's see. Where do we where do we go from here? Well, uh, I know you had some particular perspectives because we've done it on our own. We've done it with professional help, and I think our attitude about this whole venture has matured a bit. I wanted you to share that with the homeowners. Well, the first thing that kind of happened was last year uh, we thought about remodeling a home we're in. And we had uh, Don Ryden, the architect, out. And I had never been through that kind of process. And he spent, I, I don't know, Rosie, two hours with us, maybe more, yes. asking us questions. How do you, you know, and I was like, I, I didn't understand what, where all the questions would lead. But he came up with a beautiful plan for the entire property, which we would probably do in stages. But, you know, I didn't even know the questions to ask. I didn't even know the possibilities. So it was well worth the time and the money to have that, you know, that grand plan laid out. So you're not just doing piecemeal stuff and then you wish something somewhere down the road you had done. I think so some. I think thing. I think some people are a little intimidated to call that architect or call that interior designer. Well, you feel like you're committed to it, you know, and we're not. You're not committed to everything you put on that paper. Um, but it sure opens up your eyes to possibilities. And I found that to be really fun. And he nailed some things. I was like, oh, that's me. I want that. It was really fun. And the other guest that we've, we've had a guest on in the past, Miss Barb Kaplan. She's a good friend and, and uh, well-known in the Valley for her interior design. But she's um, written a book called The Baharo Method. And um, the title of the book is Rooms Don't Have Feelings, People Do. <laughs> and you can get that. <laughs> free pdf online I'll, I'll put that up on facebook but okay going back to that got? project jennifer the the one uh -huh. you were just talking about <laughs> yes sir. now rochelle mentioned the first thing you should look at off the top uh -huh. from the very beginning is the one thing you love what was do you remember the first thing you loved or 
Was that not a question you asked when you met with Don Ryden? You know, he did an overall thing. So, uh, and that's a good question, and that kind of comes out of what Barb asked. Um, she asked, what bothers you the most and what bothers you the least? Because <laughs> maybe you don't have something you love, you know? Maybe you're not in love with the house. So what did bother um, you by chance? Everything. Um, <laughs> kitchen. Kitchen's yeah. not big enough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and not enough place to, to eat. You know, what we do as a family is eat. <laughs> and, and, we, and we were basically going to change the function of the entire property. Yeah. as to being a rental property, as to being our primary residence with a mother-in-law suite added ah, okay. to it. Very nice. So the thing I fell in love with was Don's concept of, hey, this is how it all can flow. And I, I looked at it, I thought, oh, this is nails. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did too, and I had to couple that with what Barb said too. You know, sometimes you feel obligated to do things in your home or maybe maybe feel obligated to keep things. She was the daughter of two parents who um, were antique dealers and they left her all the furniture and she loved it but they moved one time and she realized she didn't miss it so she had to find another way to honor that furniture by the rather than just feeling like she had to take care of it the rest of her life when we sold our family house in louisiana i I ran into that issue and i did bring back some things that quite frankly they're still in the house but (laughs) i I think uh, habitat for humanity might enjoy Uh yeah so you know just letting go of those things um and not feeling obligated so um, so, and permission to pick what you really like. I went to this recently with my mom. She's decorating a new little place, and she was so stuck. And sh- she would look and look and look online, and everything was not what she wanted. And so finally we hired um, interior designer, Miss um, Janelle Davis, and she helped her walk through, you know, because she, like Rochelle was saying, that she knows what's out there. And she knows mom's not going to find what she described in the places she's looking. So, man, it cuts a, it was so reasonable, and it cut down the time and the concern. So, our nine-month search finally ended this month. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so it just helps you find your, your your design signature. You know, what is it you like? I, and here's a tip I just loved. She said, first of all, make a date with yourself, you know, instead of just saying someday I will, you know, and go to the design centers, take pictures of things you like, and then kind of look through them and see what trends do I see? What am I seeing that I like over and over again? And here's a really cool one, too. She said, ask two close friends what they think of your home, what they like about it, and what in that house makes them see you. You know, what's a reflection of you? I have a, I have a good friend who's little, she has a little bungalow house, and it just says her name all over it. So, and they just move, so, you know, she's going to have that same feel. So what is it that makes it feel like her house? So anyway, that was just some good things. I uh, had never put a lot of, of thought into those things. We had, you know, the kids, and you just move kids from bedroom to bedroom, and Recycle furniture. Yeah, that's right. And all that stuff. That's right. And they're all they're all gone now. So we get to make some choices, and I sit slow down, look at it, and find what you like. It really, it really perplexes me because I get to the point where in remodeling for fifty years, the choices are so many and so oh big. Oh my gosh! It's like mm. I can't even I can't even start the process without some help. So. Jennifer has uh, recruited a couple people to help us. We're anxious to, uh, again, I, I don't even like, I shouldn't say this on air, but I don't even like people in my house. That That's why I never have anything okay, done. I get, I get that. The yeah. house is 40, the house is 60 years old and the hall, closet, the hall bathroom is 1966 vintage. 
pink tile or Every, blue no, tile? No, it's not pink. It's black, oh, okay. and, black and white. Black <laughs> and white. Full, uh, uh, but but all every other room is done. But that one bathroom, they're going to have to be central to my lifestyle in my house. So we've we've now got a few things picked out. We're going to get started. Well, Jennifer, thanks for joining us. Sure. Uh, appreciate it a million. Uh, tips and ideas on how to get your project started. Gary, That's let's bring Facebook. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. All right. Say that again. I cut you off about Facebook. She's gone. Oh, she's gone. She's going to post all that information to Rosie on the House Facebook. All right. Bringing Miss Rochelle back in, uh, interior designer we've worked with for years and years, uh, talking through how to get that job started. So, Rochelle, we were talking about, you know, some of the length of time it takes to make decisions. And I've seen people struggle over just backsplash for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, let's talk about your concept of mixing and matching and making the final project look like we got dressed with the lights turned on. I love that. <laughs> but you can still mix and match and do that, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um and it's interesting, you know, you go in with kind of some preconceived ideas and you think, okay, well, I don't want glass. I don't want metal. I don't want it to look like everybody else's. And so, but maybe you can take some of those elements and uh, change the way they're installed so it doesn't look like everybody else's. Um, now, I've seen, I've seen a lot of three-dimensional texture come into play on virtually everything tiles cabinets flooring counter backsplash and i'm looking at it like saying okay can i can i keep this house clean now i don't even like the dust that builds up on top of my baseboard absolutely (laughs) and and what will spaghetti sauce look like oh what does spaghetti sauce look on that texture that's a great question how difficult, and, and am I maintaining it, or do I have someone that's going to do that? And, you know, I don't need another full-time job. So um, so my perspective is, you know, I'd rather look at things that are lower maintenance but still look beautiful and are going to function for a long, long time. I'm, I'm a big, big believer in whatever you're putting in, make sure it's as low a maintenance as possible because Arizona is too great a state not to spend your weekends out there cruising it, seeing it, walking it, hiking it, fishing it, experiencing it. Um, so I'm I'm the biggest fan in the world of low to no maintenance items. And, uh, and, and I think that has gone a long way for the um, the engineered stone countertop that never need to be sealed, that won't absorb stains and odors, but they can have a look of marble or of quartzite, um, you know, and, and yet they never need to be sealed. And yet some people really migrate towards natural stones because every piece is unique and different and beautiful. You just have to commit to, okay, I'm going to have to seal this annually at least. Um, and that's not a huge deal. It's kind of like waxing your car. I don't know a lot of people that wax their cars anymore. So. <laughs> it's not a huge deal until you don't do it for two years and then a, a neighbor spills red wine on it. Then it's a big deal. And or it's, it's got 300,000 miles on it. You're like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Rochelle Horn, interior designer for Rosie Wright Remodel. Rochelle, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how would they how would they ring you? Uh, my cell phone is 602-620-3586. Most right. direct route. It is the most direct route. We're going to finish with Rochelle right after this short break, right here at Rosie on the House. We're here this morning talking about our topic of the week at Rosie on the House. It's adding texture to complement flat surfaces and getting a project started. And we're having this conversation with Rochelle Horn. And on our website, you can get this copy of this article. There's also other related blogs. If you're, if you're just stuck on how to get started, there are blogs about what the interior trends are for the current remodeling era, how to make changes in mirrors and glasses that are significant updates, kitchen cabinets 101, how to get interior design done on a budget, interior design trends, natural and comfortable, the latest trends in bathroom accessories. All of this information is real time. It's available on our website, rosieonthehouse.com, and it is Arizona specific okay so i think it adds an extra value for those of you that are here let's bring rochelle back into the conversation see what rochelle might like to leave our arizona homeowners with takeaways from today's conversation thank you rochelle thank you rosie um i loved jennifer's input um you know certainly from a personal perspective a couple of things she mentioned um master plans i'm a huge fan of a master plan uh, especially if you know that that after the kitchen, the bathrooms are going to need to be done. Uh, the master plan can help you so that you're not undoing in phase two or phase three because you didn't know what those were going to look like. Um, and, and a lot of people aren't in a position to remodel their whole house at one time. However, with the master plan, then it can be strategic how you go about things. Um, the other thing she mentioned, um, getting other people's opinions. And I would just suggest that you limit those. Uh, <laughs> okay. you, could, you, you talk to five people and you're going to get seven different opinions. And, and, and that may not help um, in your process. But find someone that you trust, someone that you feel like listens to you, you know, a loved that, um, you know, Don listened to you and Jennifer and then brought some things to the table that you didn't even know were even possible. So how cool is that? I was in the school of architecture long enough to learn what that first meeting is called. It's called programming. And it really almost feels like an interrogation. It has to be done with someone with a good amount of experience. So it doesn't sound, feel like you're getting grilled, but very often the questions we're asking uh, they, it, they do get personal. We're developing a very personal space for you, the Arizona homeowner. So we've got to know things about you and how you use the space, appreciate the space, love the space, so that we can fine-tune it to fit your future aspirations for the project, particularly in our instance where we're completely transforming the function of an entire property. So it's pretty significant. Well, Rochelle, again, if you wouldn't mind... Uh, giving your cell phone number out again. Rochelle does work with us at Rosie Wright Remodeling. 
she's currently working with several clients on getting kitchens and bathrooms designed and pinned down. Uh, Rochelle and I have worked together all the way back to the late 90s. Uh, so we've got some experience working together. Rochelle, share your number one more time. Absolutely. 602-620-3586. I really appreciate you taking the time today to share with me and the Arizona homeowners a couple of your tips of experience on how to get that project started and the things to consider uh, up early before it's too late and too far down the line into the project. It's been my pleasure, Rosie. Thank you. All right, Rochelle. Thanks a million. All right. So we're hoping in this past hour, we've planted some ideas for y'all. Uh, we are, we, we know there are a lot of you that are trying to get projects done. We know that by the activity of our phone during the week and the number of people we're setting up meetings with. Even at our little remodeling company, if you're contemplating a new kitchen or a new bath, you know, we're probably not even going to be able to meet you for the first time till well into December or even after the f- first of the year because many of you are beginning to put your f- your holiday plans together and you're not wanting us interfering with all of that. We understand that. That's what we're going to talk about a little bit in the next hour. Holidays. Are you contemplating bringing in a bunch of guests and entertaining them? Are you sure the house is ready for that? The other dimension we'd like to think about and want you to think about is, are you leaving? And have you got the house ready for leaving? This is a time of year, unfortunately, where um, home break-ins do tend to spike. They tend to spike because right now, uh, many homes are becoming repositories for holiday gifts. And they're piling up in the spare hall bedroom. And people you wish didn't think about that are thinking about that. So let's talk a little bit. If you're going to be leaving for the holidays, let me give you just a couple things to consider to greatly enhance the safety and security of your home and your possessions while you're gone. And we'll be covering that in the next hour, as well as taking your calls at 1-888-767-4348. Why would you want to leave? Look at the weather, folks. Amen. Oh, man.